0: Hey gluer. welcome back to the Super Glue Podcast. I'm Meredith McNerney, your host, and I'm so glad that you're here. If you're like me, you're a fellow super gluer. You are holding it all together for so many. This is your time to kick back a little bit, share in a morning prayer, and gear up for a kick-ass day. So let's talk a little bit about today's topic. Today we are going to be talking about the science of happiness. Now, I know that we all are always striving to be happy and we get confused by our emotions sometimes. So I want to start out today's episode by talking a little bit about emotions and how we can understand our primary and secondary emotions to help us be happier, to boost our happiness. And a lot of boosting our happiness is about understanding ourselves and knowing ourselves. So I wanna begin the episode also by telling you about a quick tip that has really been helping me a lot as well and just giving myself some time to be. And we're gonna talk about this when we get further into the science today. And you're gonna see that there's evidence behind why we need to chill, why we need time to just be. To go from doing, 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 hustling all the time to just being still. And so when we look at the science, it's important to understand that many of us live a lifestyle where we are constantly on the go. And that's pretty normal. I mean, it's 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 the lifestyle of many of us in in the United States. we have busy schedules and we go, go, go. But something that's been working for me lately, is to start my day differently. Now, y'all know that I spend my morning in prayer every morning. That's really important to me. That kicks off my day in the right way. But even that routine was getting a little stale. So I decided to grab my morning cup of coffee and go on a walk, a quick lap around my neighborhood. Now, I have a million things to do in the background. I know I don't have a lot of extra time for this. And I definitely don't love getting up early. But the benefits outweigh all of that. Simply taking one quick lap in the morning just has given me this boost of dopamine and is really boosting my happiness, allowing me to take my morning prayer routine on a walk. And I'm literally doing my prayers while I'm drinking my coffee and I'm walking and getting that fresh air. So when we look at the science today, I want to help you understand why it's so important to take that quiet time and figure out in whatever way works best for you, how you can get some quiet time in your life. Make sure that you are spending time just being. So, basically, the science of happiness says that we have two different emotion strands going on at different times in our lives, and we need to understand both of our primary emotions and our secondary emotions. So, essentially, when we have a response to a situation or a circumstance. We feel an emotion, so we might be happy or joyful, but a lot of us like to really work on the parts of ourselves that we don't like. That is when we get angry and we get frustrated and we get upset or we get mad or we're just not sure how to handle some of the negative emotions that we're feeling. What tends to happen to some of us is we can adopt a secondary emotion to that primary emotion. So it goes like this. I start to worry about something. I'm engaged in worrying. And then I start to ask myself, why are you worrying? You shouldn't be worrying about this. And I feel bad that I'm worrying, which is now my secondary emotion, which is essentially feeding myself up for having emotions. Anybody else do that? I know that I can fall victim to that behavior sometime if I'm not careful. So I really have to make sure that we are thinking about the relevancy of our emotions, Understanding that emotions are generally short-lived, we certainly can apply lots of different strategies. We talk about them here on the podcast all of the time to help us manage our emotions, but we shouldn't be in such a hurry to fix them, to say like, oh my gosh, I should not be feeling this way or what is wrong with me? Essentially, the more often that we can return to the present moment, that is being still, allowing ourselves time to just sit and be, recognizing that, ruminating thought or that train of emotions that's really taking us down a negative path and bringing ourselves back to the present moment is going to help us. Otherwise, we have a tendency to ruminate and then add a second layer of emotions on top of that, which is really about us saying we shouldn't be feeling this way or we feel bad about the emotions we're having in the first place. So I want to read a little bit about the science to you. So I'm going to just hop over to some notes and I want to share with you a little bit about why this is so important from a scientific standpoint. And essentially, if we can understand our emotions, then we can get into a meta experience of emotions, helping us to whew. Get back to a little calm. We have to really understand ourselves in order to be able to do this. So let's talk about it first from the standpoint that emotions are generally in response to an event. We know that we can return to present moment thinking to help us be able to take a deep breath, realize that we're ruminating. And then give ourselves an opportunity to reset. So I know for me, I like to set up a meditation space or a quiet space or prayer space in my house in, in as many places as I can. I, I like to feel like when I, I walk around and I see spaces, that there are spaces that are conducive to helping me stop and be still. Maybe for you, space isn't isn't, uh, what you need. Maybe it's really just carving out the time in your schedule and making sure that you're really making time to be still. But the science of happiness tells us that if we want to be happier, we essentially have to take time to do nothing. That is, if we're going to be more creative and have more meaning in our work, we're going to see the meaning and value in our work then we have to be able to allow ourselves the time that we need to be still. And so many of us struggle with this. I know when I am engaging in stillness, I tend to want to pick up my phone or go do something else, or I get really distracted. I feel like my brain is all over the place. And it's really hard for me to engage in that stillness. But it's exactly what I need to get my creativity back and to get my inspiration back for the things that I want to do. And when we talk about this from a faith perspective, if we don't spend time with our creator, if we don't spend time in prayer, if we don't spend time being still, then we go from doing, doing, doing. And never get a chance to just be still, to reset, to really think about our emotions and what we actually care about. So as we go into this week, I want to just remind you of a couple of things of the importance of energy preservation and knowing that if we don't take that time for ourselves to literally do nothing, whether it is to be still and breathe, whether it's to meditate, whatever it is that gets us back into present moment thinking. For me, it's walking, which is something. I'm doing something in that moment, but it's essentially tuning out from everything else. Then we miss out or we rob ourselves of cultivating wellness in our lives. Matthew 6.34 says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And my friend, I'm here to remind you of that, that, you know, we can spend all day worrying And we can spend our quiet time and our still time in worry. And what happens to us is we just ruminate more deep thought of frustration rather than giving ourselves space that we need and stillness to breathe. And on that, I want to ask you to engage in a morning prayer. Father God, thank you so much for giving us wisdom to know when to stop and be still. Allow ourselves in this moment time to assess how we've been living. Have we allowed ourselves to stop and be still and take the rest that we need? or Are we constantly moving in a state of busyness from one task to another? Lord, humble us so that we see what we need to see. Allow us to come to you in prayer, to rest, to be still, and to put time in our schedule for us to do nothing. And that nothingness is not lazy, but it's our source of strength, creativity, and productivity, and time to be with you. I ask all this through Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, Supergluer, get out there and have a kick ass day. Bye.